Alright, man, we live now. I hope you're ready. Look at this nigga. I'm mad. I could have been using your stuff. The shit I already signed in over there. What are you talking about? We doesn't. Alright, we in dancing right now, nigga. Let's oh, get, let's shit. Get, we live. What's up, bro? everybody? We live. What's good, baby? <laughs> we in here. I just want to give a shout out. You know what I'm all saying? There right, you go. To my black women, man. Oh, love y'all, black man, yo. Because y'all ain't shit without us. Somebody's back in love again. Y'all ain't shit without us. Y'all love y'all, black man, yo. You know what y'all need to do? I need a taste of the Lord is good. So, we're going to get into oh, it. Oh, my goodness, man. Get out we're going to get into it. You know, let's get this dazzling fight, right? What time is it, baby? It's time to weigh in. Daz, the and fight, man, is interesting. Nigga, part. it's time to weigh in. It's time to weigh in. Yeah, all the time. time all the, we're weighing the fuck in right now. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So. We got this fight right so, now. So, Barrera and Ramirez. Now, Ramirez is 41-0. So, I've seen maybe one or two fights with Ramirez. You know what I'm saying? He, he can kind of switch it. He's more of an orthodox guy, but I think he's orthodox for the most part, but he can fight Southpaw as well. So, um, he can switch. He can switch. Now, he's 41-0. Now... Is that impressive to you? Is my question. 41 I mean, it's impressive to never lose a professional fight, but who have you fought? Right. And, and, and keep in mind, though... In the amateurs, he said he, he lost his first, I believe, his first six or seven fights. He said he never want to lose again. He hated it. Now, we see some fighters, Loma, guys like that, who they go through the ranks. The amateurs, they don't lose nothing. Didn't, didn't Loma have, like, two, three hundred fights, bro, and didn't lose? It was like... No, it was like two fights. Something like that. I don't it was know. crazy. It's yeah, like three hundred like, and... Yeah, yeah, it was like... Yeah, yeah. Two losses. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. That was crazy. But, like, with him, he was like, yo, I lost my first five or six fights, and he never wanted to lose again. You know, and you know he well, he takes the pride of Mexico to heart. Like I want I want to win for my people. I want to win for my country. So he's forty one and zero, right? So let me ask you this: the, Who do you think is gonna win this fight tonight? Um, Barrera has a has more than a puncher's chance. Okay. He but he's he's open to get hit. He's not very. You know, like to say, the dynamics of his style makes him very hittable. And that's one thing about Barrera I don't like. But he, he will slug with you. He he does hit hard. He can knock you out. Okay, so he but has his, power. He has yeah, power. he has power. Yeah. But his boxing mechanics, I ain't really feeling it. He's very sloppy. I got you. And he's very and he's very open to get hit. But um, you got to give me a prediction. Um, I say I say 12. 12 round decision. 12 round decision, Ramirez. Okay. I think Ramirez will outpoint him. So you don't see a knockout I don't see or even a knockdown? Knockdown can happen in any fight. That's true. I, I mean, I, I, I think mean, Barrera could knock him down. Sullivan, yeah. Yeah, I think I think Barrera could definitely knock Ramirez down because he hits hard. He, yeah. He's a hard puncher. But, I mean, I, I think Ramirez will beat him. I mean, both these fighters have been, been around for a little while. Barrera's 22-3, and three, got 14 knockouts, though. So, he, like you say, he does have power. They've been around for a little while. So this is an opportunity for them to – move up in the ranks for the light heavyweight opportunity because you know um Ramirez wants to win get a title at 175 so he can't lose his fight he loses his fight you know that's gonna blow some of his chances uh yeah you, you see what I'm saying 175 oh, yeah. you got who you got Joe Smith up there two other guys at 175 um I think that's a capable He's capable of capturing a title at that division, in my opinion. Canelo, so at 175. Canelo, yeah. he has a title at 175. He has one title there, I think. 
Yeah, but it's title. I know, but I'm just saying in general. I think there's one vacant. I think it's the ring. But that, that shouldn't. But he has opportunity to move up and, and see what happens there. But let me ask you about the JoJo Diaz fight against Fortuna. Who who you think gonna win that fight and why? Um, JoJo Diaz. He's a solid fighter, like you said earlier. He's very flat. Flat man. Uh, not flat. not not a very what's the word? He doesn't he doesn't he has a crowd pleasing style. Right. He will fight. He will make it ugly. Um, but I think for for Chuna, it will outbox him. I can see that. I can see that. I really think he can outbox him. I I, I actually like Fortuna in this fight. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I think I think Fortuna would beat him. I, I think he should beat him. Now the tsunami, girl. And yeah, the tsunami, tsunami against Estrada. I think that's gonna be one of the most that's intriguing be, fights. I think it's gonna be a good fight tonight. That's yeah. gonna be probably one of the best fights. I, I think so too, because um, they fighting for the WBO, man. Oh yeah, junior flyweight. So you know they little. Now Hector Tanejra against William Zapita. You like you like Zapita, don't you? I like Zapita. Yeah, you said that I before. Like yeah. Um, now the lightweight. He, I mean, know, listen, hold on. Zapita's undefeated. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying twenty-two and zero. I think he got what you got? Twenty knockouts. Yeah, I like Zapita. Zapita should whip his ass. Now lightweight, we got. Diego De La Hoya versus Brian Chevalier. Nobody's watching that, bro. I'm not watching that shit. We're, we're talking about the main card, bro. So your prediction, I think I agree with you. I I, I do think that Ramirez is probably going to squeak this one out. But I, I anticipate that to be a little bit of a brawl. Like you said, I anticipate it to be a brawl, for real. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know if Ramirez will get knocked down or get knocked out. But I think that he'll end up um, victorious in 12 rounds. Jojo Diaz... I'm not the biggest fan of him. He, he's a flat fighter, but like you said, he's somewhat entertaining, but he's flat. He's not very athletic to me. Um, but he does have some power. He's been around, bro. He's 31 and 1, 31 and 1 and 1, something like that. So he's been around a block. You know? I and who did he fight last? I was Joe surprised. Joe, yeah, Joe like, he fought um what? I'm trying to remember. Didn't you just did you just tell me who he fought? It was a, it, it was more close than it should have been. I forgot. Um, but I'm with you. I think um, Fortuna might win that one as well. He should. He's a uh, he's a better he, boxer. He's, yeah, he's a better boxer and a better fighter, to me. And I'm gonna go with um. I like Tsunami style, bro. Yeah, he fought. Uh, oh, go back to um, Rockamov. Yeah. Rockamov. Well, who I thought was gonna beat him, the Russian dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I That's thought right. he was gonna beat him, but he didn't. He out. He he definitely made it ugly. But Rockamov hit him and hurt him a couple times in that fight. Mm -hmm. Jojo Diaz, man. Um, I'm just. I wish. I just don't like him, man. <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't, I'm not a big yeah, fan. Not I, mean, a big I said I don't like him as a. I, was, I mean, fighter. you don't know him as person, obviously. Huh? You don't know him as a person. You don't know none of these people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I know him as a person on camera, put it that way. I'm just, that not, don't mean I'm just not big on him. Not, it you. doesn't impress me. I got you. Right. It doesn't. This so so the fight I, we, we both probably look forward to is that tsunami fight against Estrada. I think those girls are going to be, because it's for the WBO. I, I think those girls are going to go at it. I, I'm going to go with, could be an upset, man, Estrada. 
Tsunami's favorite to win, and I like her style. It's just switch hitter. You saw some of the video. She's good. Got a little power. I think I might go with the upset, Strata. Wow, that's we're going to see. Knockout. I love to see that. You know? Now, we're talking about boxing. Let's, let's like, spice it up a little bit. There's a big fight tomorrow night in the UFC. McGregor. Who do you have <laughs> winning that fight? Now, this is the trilogy, nigga. This mm-hmm. is the third fight. Last time, McGregor got knocked out. Cold. Was that the first one? Knocked out and then had his hand up like he about to go to sleep. <laughs> shit was tragic. That shit was tragic. He was resting on his hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how we do it back in school? Yeah. yeah. In the back. That's a true ass whooping. Yo, he got knocked out, bro. The first time, McGregor took that one. You know? He it was, beat, that shit was still close. But he did beat his he did beat McGregor did beat his ass. That guy started coming and, and back in the later rounds. Yeah, though. yeah, but I'm talking about the first couple rounds McGregor yeah, was, was, yeah. Was, was whipping that ass. I just don't think McGregor hungry though. I was just about to say that. After that Mayweather fight, bro, he's lost two of the last three three of his fights, I believe. He won the first one. He I don't anticipate that. He fought a cowboy and knocked him the fuck out. That doesn't that, that don't count. Yeah, but I'm saying the last two fights, he hasn't looked good. I think that when you look at McGregor, right, since the Mayweather fight, he's never looked like he was hungry, man. Like... They told me, oh, he looks like he in shape. Yeah, he got $100 million. Bro, of course. He, you know what happens. What they call it? Um, he's fat, man. He's, he, he got the King's rent. What they call it? The King's, um, what's the name of the Nas album, bro? It's called, um, he's, he's, he's happy, bro. And I think that what, what it is is that he doesn't have the, the fire or the passion. You can't be happy when you're a fighter. Then you should get in the ring, bro. Yeah, you can't be happy. You got to be destructive. You got to hate the world. I agree with you. There ain't I, no I, happiness in being a fighter. I, I agree with you. It takes away the primal instincts. You be happy with your family. King's disease, bro. King's disease. When you fat, you laying around like my cat right here. She's, full, a, she's a bum. She's full and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well fed. That's what's going on with, um. to me, that's what's going on with McGregor. You know, he was interviewing with uh, Stephen A. Smith, and he's talking about Mayweather and all. I'm thinking, like, bro, you need to focus on your fight, and you better worry about if you want to get your ass beat. Because I, I, I truly believe, I, I I'm trying to think what I feel could win. Uh, like, who, who do I think going to win? I think, I think um, who's a better striker? Both, mm, both of them. They're both, the, that's what I'm, about. I'm asking you, who you think? I, I think. Technical-wise? Yeah. McGregor. Well, McGregor, not McGregor, lately. Not, not lately, lately, but I think McGregor a better striker if he puts his shit together. You feel me? I might have to agree with that. I have to agree with that, but but I think he's not a better kicker on the ground. He's not all that great. So, what's your prediction? Boy. Why? Because I just don't believe in McGregor. Anymore. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think McGregor. I think I think I think. Poirier still got a similar story to prove that what he did was real. Just I, like I, just, just like Whiteman against uh, Anderson Silva. Right, right, right. And Anderson Silva right. broke his yep, goddamn leg. Yep, yep. But I think he still was hungry to prove like it wasn't a fluke. Right. So I still think Poirier's definitely fighting to prove that it wasn't a fluke. Right. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, you look at that the last fight, bro. I mean, it didn't look like a fluke to me. He he attacked him like that nigga was talking about his mother. Like, oh, no, you good. Yeah. He, I mean, he he was striking him and by and not, yo like he, and I think it's gonna be the same thing here. I agree with you. I think we're gonna lose again, bro. Uh, my knockout or submission. 
I don't think it's going five. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's gonna tap out. I think I'm agree with you. I think it's gonna be a submission. He's gonna, the worst way to go. He's he gonna wrap him over like a damn pretzel, bro. Yeah, it's the worst <laughs> way to go. And you know what's so funny? You know what's ironic too? You don't really hear McGregor talking as much this particular time around. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. No, you know how he loud as hell. And like, he better when he talks shit. He not talking. You know what it is, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think this might be the first time he actually kind of scared. Wow. When you looked at how he was getting pounded that last fight, right? I never really looked at McGregor. Like, I always look at McGregor. He talks shit, not scared. Man, you should have saw his eyes. I, saw, I watched it again the other day. He was shook. Bro. I, I, I think he's going to lose just because he's afraid. He's not even talking, really. Like, he's talking a little bit, but you know how, like, he's really boisterous and loud. And I don't know if that's a good thing for him or a bad thing. I just think that that, that tells me he got it. Some fear in his heart. Damn, you damn! I ain't got no comeback. Nah, I'm. I'm but we are, we're both in agreement. I think that McGregor gonna lose. This I think he gonna lose. Uh, I think I say by submission. I don't think he get knocked out. But it's not going five. I know that. Yeah, you think it's going distance? No, nah, it's, it's not going distance. Hell no. So back to the boxing game because we're the boxing guys now. This Dazzling event, you know, Dazzling always throw pretty, pretty damn good events. They always. They flutter. They just give us a lot of fights. A lot, yeah. Um, let's talk about the business of boxing and the networks. Um, based on the quality of fights, would you say ESPN is a network under Bob Arum? Would you say Dazzin under Eddie Hearn? Would you say PBC Fox man, you're throwing, under you're Al Hammond? You're throwing a lot at me, man. I don't, I'm just saying it's loaded, but... I, I do feel like the, in terms of the consistency of events... Week in and week out, you have to go with Dazzle. Consistently, they have events pretty much every weekend, bro. Now, you do have Triller, but they don't really have shit. Like, once in the blue, they'll have something. They're trying to have that um, Tiafimo fight, but... And get Moses. I mean... I, remember I told you I was thinking about ordering that fight? That shit was going to be like 80 bucks, right? Well, I, I was going to subscribe $30 a month, but I'm thinking like, okay, let's look at your lineup. Like, you have nothing... <laughs> like what the hell am I paying for? You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm not doing that. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with in terms of the I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Dazzin, but I do like ESPN. I feel like ESPN has really stepped in. When you talk about top rank, right? They just gave us Loma. That was a pretty good fight. Now we didn't watch it because we were actually live at the Tank Davis fight, right? Mm-hmm. Which was phenomenal. That was Showtime. I still like Showtime, but they don't give us as much consistently. Yeah, it's you know, and and then the quality for again, I'll give them credit for doing a pretty good job with putting together that event for Tank Davis. But that Charlo fight was terrible, bro. Garbage. That was trash. trash. Literally trash. It's trash. So Showtime, negative. It's between Top Rank, who what's name was on TV the other night. I was watching the um the replay of the Loma fight, right? And your boy was up there interviewing. Yeah, we're going to get, you know, <laughs> Teofimo Lopez's dad was up there talking shit. You know how you do. You know, yo, I got to get my son to fight. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we ready for Loma because he was rude for, we ready for Loma. But he got to be, he's, he's crazy. He's funny. He's like, yo, we got to be, in, we want to be in Madison Square Garden. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. If it does, you know, we're going to go. Oh, uh, we, yeah, we're going. But that fight has to happen. But, yo, isn't it a little bit ironic to you that, Tiafima Lopez, 
ironically came down with COVID. I think he was. I, I think. And now they pushing it back again, bro. They pushing it back again. I don't even know. I just looked it up. I, I definitely think, think he back again. I, I definitely think he could beat Kimbosis. I don't think he's very. I don't think he's missing. You know, he got knocked out on training camp. You told me that. You, I think what he's missing is that hunger, and he don't want to fight him. He don't want to fight, bro. I, I think he's still. You talk about King's disease. I think he's still fat and happy off that Loma win, bro. That was a year ago. You haven't fought since. You gotta give me something. Now you know I like my New York boxers, man. But I'm telling you right now, if he gets in the ring with Loma, Loma gonna I think not he only him alive, he gonna knock him. Not only knock him down, he, he gonna, gonna knock outclass him, out. him, punish him, knock him out. Because my thing is just like And your boy will never be the same. That's my that's my concern. He will never be the that's same. That's my concern because Bye bye Tank, bye bye Devin Haney, bye bye. Is your, and your daddy can't save you, man. Yeah. You see you see what I'm saying? Like nothing you could do or say other than prove it in the ring. And if you keep pushing this event back, talking about, oh, all right, you had COVID. Okay, fine, whatever. Now, they say he's a bit hesitant or reluctant, rather, to fight in October, which is when the fight is supposed to take place. But my thing is this. What, that's not a big event in October. A big event would be a rematch between him and Loma in October. Yes! So get this fight out the way. Yo, get this fight out the way. Move on. Fight Loma. That's what the people want to see. Facts! But it's not happening. I think I think it's Loma's team. I mean, um, I think it's Tiafimo's team, bro, and him. I think his dad know something. Like, yo, he not ready, or something's going on in his camp. I, I and think, I don't, I don't hear. We haven't heard from him like that. We haven't even seen him. He's talking all that shit now. Why? Because he got knocked out in the <laughs> sparring session. You want to pull that? I don't even listen, bro. And your other boy got knocked down in the sparring. Who? Berlunga. Oh, you said that before. You always looking for a reason to hate on my. I don't girl, like bro. him, man. I like Berlanga. He's a fucking bum. <laughs> I'm gonna say it like Mickey. I'm gonna say it like Wait, Mickey. Mickey encourage He's you. a fucking oh, bum. Mickey from. <laughs> You're two bit nothing. Go back to the docks, why don't you? Mickey, you spitting on me. Come on, man. Oh, shit, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Now we're looking at this situation with your boy Fury, who I believe scared something right, something, something ain't right. right. COVID. See, so you, you came down with COVID. I don't even think COVID. I, I thought COVID was. Uh, I didn't know it was real anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I, I know. We're going to go into that. I ain't say that. I ain't but, say I, that. but I thought mostly. I mean, every mostly everybody, with the exception of you and I, was vaccinated. What, what's the problem? The crowds are coming out. We went to the the Tank Davis yeah, fight. I didn't get. I, when you I went to we, we, we went to yo when we went to Texas, seventy four thousand people people yeah. in the arena. Anybody get COVID? Suddenly, hey, look, we, 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 suddenly there were no requirements to wear masks. Ironically, but we, you know how you and I think. But my my point is, Fury comes down with COVID. But prior to that, this is this was uh, two days ago. Last week they were saying there was rumblings like yo. People in somebody in his camp got COVID. It wasn't him. We may have to postpone the fight. All of a sudden now, he has COVID. He didn't want to fight Fear, uh, Wilder to begin with, bro. Remember you and your uncle um, were talking about that earlier on the phone? Mm -hmm. I don't think he wanted to fight Wilder. His, he was set on fighting uh, Joshua. Joshua. Like, now his heart was set on Joshua trying to become the undisputed champion, heavyweight now he champion. Now he got to get motivated to get hit with that eraser. I, and I, he he got to get motivated yeah. to get hit with... With that motherfucking eraser. And he don't want to face that eraser. But, but Even though I think Fury is technically just a phenomenal boxer. Right, right, right. And just way technically better yeah. 
than Wilder. Right. But like Teddy Atlas said, Wilder got the eraser. So it's like that first fight, yeah. right? We we, we, we talk, both said we, we felt Fury won that shit. It was not a draw. It wasn't a draw, no. But he know this man carries power from the first to the twelfth round. Right. And we always laugh about when we say this. But when he knocked that man down in the twelfth, bro. That motherfucker got up like the Undertaker, bro. Like the damn Undertaker, bro. I don't know what the hell. He must have been on something. That nigga was on coke. That motherfucker was coked up. The way he woke up from the canvas. Yeah, that motherfucker looking was Looking like up. damn Hulk Hogan and shit. Yeah, that motherfucker was coked up. He was coked up, bro. <laughs> nigga came off the canvas like... <laughs> but he knows... Jimmy Snucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but he knows deep down, like he knows yeah. that... He can get hit. Right. And if he gets hit, he's going to get hurt. He can't take that I power. see what you're saying. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. He can't take the power. Right, I, I see what you're saying. But but I tell you what, though. What, what I do give Tyson Fury's camp is that when they went after Wilder and forced him not to fight coming forward and to force him to fight back. Yeah, we talked about that It was before. very effective. Yeah. Very effective. But I mean, I think at this point, with with Wilder's trainer, the new trainer, my man, um, got his name real quick. They're gonna adjust. They know now, man. Like we gotta teach this to how to fight backwards, bro, on his heels. You know what I'm saying? And hold on, before we get into the technicality, your boy's on some bullshit, bro. Who? Nigga Wilder on the bench. Oh man, <laughs> trying to lift some weights. Yo, I'm telling you right now, my 17 year old son could bench more than. What, what was that, bro? It was. What kind of technique was I that? I think said there's, there's 305. All right, but I'm saying. His, now, you're a bench press dude. You know. Oh, yeah, I'm that, a that's, on the bench. Right. I, I'm the master. Great. <laughs> I can rep this shit. You can, right. What, what the hell was he doing? I think it was 305. But man, I, I thought that was 275 the way. Man, <laughs> the way that thing was sliding down. Waist, his, waist about to fall over to the damn barbell and shit. His motherfucking form was awful. Motherfucker, he didn't learn how to box. He didn't learn how to lift weights. Bro, we, we know you gifted with natural ability. But right. Damn. I mean, what was he doing in the gym all this time? Then he had the nerve to act like he did something. Yo, they was getting on him, bro. Oh, they, I would have been there. You know why, you know why we, 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 we um trolling this dude? Even though I do like Wilder and his story and all that, bro. You talk too much. You too arrogant. Nah, it's, I don't like that. When when they had the press conference, bro, have some respect for the sport of boxing. You sitting with your damn headphones on. Don't take no questions at all. I think you took one question in the beginning, and you you let your trainer answer all the questions. That's very unprofessional to me. You know how I am. Very professional. I don't like you that. You know, shit. Wilder real emotional too. Yeah, but I'm saying all that shit. And he a lever too. I think. This got y'all looking bad out here, man. Nah, don't don't say you're a Libra. He got y'all looking bad out here, bro. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was born in October. I'm like, nah, he ain't no Libra, bro. He ain't no real Libra. We don't act like that, bro. I agree. But I'm saying, he's sitting there. He might the, be a Virgo, though. Nah, I think he's a Libra, man. October 22nd? He's, he's on the border. He's right there. He's at the cusp. Yeah, 22nd, right? That's his birthday? Yeah. But I mean, you're, you're the guy that knows all these. I I think, don't, I think, don't, don't put my business out there. Oh, okay, sure. I'm sorry, my fault. Don't do that. Mr. Uh, Pisces. Yeah, man, don't do that shit. You feel me? Emotion. Yeah, he's a Libra. Emotional. Exactly. He is a Libra. 
Damn, he representing y'all niggas, man. But I'm saying, my man's sitting there with the head. You like the least emotional guy I know. Nah, I'm emotional, but not like Nah, you. you're not, bro. I, don't I, lie on, on the national. Don't, don't, don't lie on here, bro. Nah, you know, I get him over. Oh, yeah, I'm bro, not like you. Yeah, you're bro, right. Bro, don't, don't go in here and lie like this, bro. You gives no fucks. Stop yeah, acting like you care, bro. I don't bro. give a fuck, bro. You don't, bro. And I got... I got I'm, I'm, the one, I'm the short, emotional motherfucker. My mother's like, I got to stop cursing so much. <laughs> She's like... That why are you cursing? You know better than that. I said, Mom. I, what I'm gonna do is, we're gonna we're gonna make sure you know how to get on Spotify, and adjust your settings. Because <laughs> this is yeah, fucking Mom, explicit. It's explicit. Non-explicit. You can change it non-explicit so you don't hear the curse words. But the beauty, we, <laughs> the beauty is right. We being true to ourselves. Nah, man. that's not who you are, my mother. I said, I'm gonna promise you. I'm gonna try to cut back, but I ain't gonna promise you. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I'm, this is me for real. She's like, like you, oh, know. you so you were cursing all this time? I didn't know. Yes, mother. Oh yeah, you're my gangster. Yo, I said this nigga mother cursed like my motherfucker. My I said gangster, <laughs> gangster. Like we shout out to our mothers, man. Yeah, man, you know we the Johnson. I love you, girl. <laughs> I love you. And you don't love nobody, but I love you. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, you I said, did don't that. do that. I said that. Come yeah, on, that that's your mama, nigga. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You know what I'm saying? But back, back, back to boxing, because you know we'll 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 be on this joint all day. Just like talking crazy. But boxing wilder, man. I'm gonna and I know I say this shit a lot, you yeah, feel me? Right. But I gotta go there. Wilder gotta redeem himself what he did to black people. Man, why do you keep going there? No, nope, I gotta go there, man. I gotta go there because you wearing a damn costume looking like the Predator. Okay, you looking crazy <laughs> yeah, as did, shit. He did, he did look crazy, yeah. All right? You're right. Then you got the nerve to lose. And I'm going to say the this. The nerve for, or the for, nerve? You have the nerve. I got the, you. The nerve and you know, to all of our fans. Why are you leaning forward? I'm just saying to all, to all of our fans, you know what I'm saying, that are not black, that are Mexican and white, we are not what, racist. What do you mean, Latino? Latino. Hispanic, Hispanic. Hispanic. I'm sorry, yeah, not Mexican. Why are you Hispanic. I hate when you do that shit. I'm sorry. But look, 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 look. Fuck that. I'm, let me finish. All right? Shit. Let me finish, man. Oh, I, got a little, I got a little, little liquor in me, a little wine. I know, but why are you yelling, right? Okay. All right? Damn, man. Go ahead. Yo, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to come off as if that it sounds like I have any racist. I love Latinos. I love everybody. Yeah, right. But I hate everybody equally, too. So fuck that. Well, that's true, actually. I hate everybody equally. <laughs> everybody can get it. Anybody, African, Dominican, Puerto Rican, no, no, no. Mexican, no, no, no. anybody no, can get it. So you know check it. this. I'm from New York. Deontay Wilder, you can't come back to the hood if you do not win this fight against what against Tyson Fury. Nigga, you lost on Black History Month. Did you say that? Of all things, you got knocked out on Black History Month. Anyway, in other news. To this day! <laughs> that was funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why he so dramatic, bro? I don't know, bro. Yo, he dramatic. Even when you he... dramatic, though. Now, that is true. You be dramatic. <laughs> that is a Libra trait, bro. <laughs> so I'm emotional with it, though, too. Yeah, but that 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 is that, that is a Libra trait. A little bit. Y'all are dramatic, though. Chill. Nah, bro. If you see, bro. The, if you see what y'all, you be acting, bro. I'm like, yo, this dude funny, yo. Nah, nah, y'all all dramatic though. Like Oscar awards, nigga. Academy awards. Yeah, yeah. I've been told that I should act on TV. You should, bro. <laughs> you should. So, 
So let's get into well, my question. Yeah. We're gonna get into it. And I'm gonna ask you just one more question. I really want your boxing. Yeah. Your boxing analysis. I should be asking you. How is what is the best way and what's the keys to victory for Wilder against Fury? Alright, so I mean we talked about it before, um, with Wilder. He has the punch, he has the power, right? Um, so, of course, that mighty race could happen first round, could happen fifth round, eighth round, twelfth round. We know that. But if I if I was Wilder, right, right, I'll make it ugly, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, let's turn this fight on. This fight's about this coming on as we speak. Live. We live. Turn it up. We live. Yeah. That looks nice, too, right? Daz, the, da, I told you Dazzin has great events. This is California. This stadium is a is a um roof. Uh, they um open up the the roof of the stadium as well. This one, there's a lot of fights here. Yeah, undefeated. Yeah. But well, as far as Wild, uh, who's training them? Who's that? Mikey brother. Garcia. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a great fight here too. It's gonna be a good fight. Yeah. But but the keys. Let's get back to your question too before we transition to basketball because there's a lot going on in the NBA, especially with the NBA Finals and the Phoenix Suns and what they're doing. Um. We said Wilder got to muck it up, right? Wilder got to make it a slugfest. If he can. Possibly. If he can make it a slugfest. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not really sure. We know that Fury's a much more skilled boxer, right? But I'm be honest with you. The question for me is, can he fight on his heels? Can he fight back, You know, going backwards? I don't think he can. You know what I'm saying? Could he get lucky, though? It's, not, it's really hard to generate power going backwards, man. I understand. So, I, so in my in my estimation, I would say he's gonna have to figure out a way to, to to go forward, right? See if he can get him in the ropes, back him in the ropes. But you say Fury would keep him in the middle of the ring. Oh yeah, he's smart. That, that's why I say if I'm wild, yeah, I'll try to get yeah. him in the corner, get him, get him in the, the ropes, corner, cut the ring, cut the ring off. Yep. Get a big shot. Yep. But the thing is, is hurting wild is. He don't really got no body to lay on him and wear him down. No, that's what I'm saying. And then Fury walking around 300. Like, you going at 300? He said he, he said he didn't mind going at 300 plus. I read an article. You, lean, you lean on somebody for 12 rounds? The problem is, though. That's con crazy. Condi conditioning does play a role. Yeah, you comfortable at 300, but he's like, I'll be at 310. I still could beat him, bro. You can't disrespect the sport like that. 310? I thought he was first for a while. He was like 280? Bro, he's over. I told you he don't... They told me he's leaner. He's over 300 pounds. I I'm telling you, that's why he had this mysterious COVID shit. I'm telling you, man. He's over 300 pounds. All right, what about how much you weigh in the first fight against Wilder? 270? 280, 275, something like that, I believe. You want me to translate for you, bro? Since you, you're adamant and not learning Espanol? Ooh. That straight left landing though. Oh, yo, Robert Garcia, man. He underrated as a trainer. As a trainer? Yeah. yeah. 
He underrated. He trades a lot of guys. Yeah. But he ain't Reynoso right now. Reynoso got them motherfuckers fighting, man. Yeah. He fighting, fighting. He got them guys ready. Like your boy Valdez. But we already know what's going to happen when he go against uh, that phenom. You know Ooh. what I mean? Shakur Stevenson? Shakur. I call him Shakur. Nah. You already know who I got. Valdez. All day. Crazy. Hey, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A C? Is she honest? Yeah. She has really nice fucking teeth. I know that. That's one of my uh, weaknesses, bro. You date the joint? She like little what I date her. She's small as hell, but maybe. I don't know. She might get a nurse. She might, want to, she might want to shine a box for all the time and shit. Nigga, we live back on the air. Time to weigh in. I, I like her. She's athletic. You know, she's well spoken. She was a very aggressive. She was the more aggressive yeah. fighter. Yeah, she she had way more. She had like power punches. See that shot right there. I'm surprised she didn't knock her. She, she didn't knock her down. The Japanese girl tough, bro. That's what it was. Yeah. She tough. Yeah. And tsunami was bigger than her. She was bigger, bigger than Shrada. You have said you want to be undisputed in both weight classes. Does it matter to you which one comes first? Oh, it doesn't matter. 105, 108. It's kind of hard to get those fights. You know, my promoter's been doing a great job at trying to force the fights to happen. So thank you. Alfred Eloya, Bernard Hopkins, Eric Gomez, Robert Diaz, thank you guys so much for making these fights happen. It's hard because all these girls want to hold on to their belts. Because, I don't know, maybe they... Oh, they're your boy, B-Hop. The legend. The walking legend. I love it, man. I love her passion. You don't hear the guys talking that. One of your goals is to win titles in another weight class. Happens to be a woman here tonight with another title and another weight class. Someone you're familiar with. Marlena Sparza, do you believe there is unfinished business between you and Marlena Sparza? I don't think there is. I think I beat her fire and square and she quit in the ninth round with more rounds to go. She doesn't have any heart. That's why. So, it's I did see that fight. Did you? Ooh, she talking shit. That's a nice woman. You know, women talk that shit. Congratulations, Denise. A tremendous performance.
So we have an on-plane pat now taking place in the parking lot. Once Serge and I can get up there, we can see a little more. You gotta love her uh, charisma and her passion. Absolutely, and East LA's in the house. But come on, Sanisa, we don't fight for free around here. No parking lot boxing. All right, so that was a pretty good fight. Next we have, who's coming up? Fortuna. Fortuna, yeah. Let's take a look at the CompuBox numbers for this one. As you said, early on, Tsunami was able to exert herself, and the total punches overall, it was decisive. 151 landed and four. Yeah, she, she won that fight easily. She landed 151 punches. The scorecards were one-sided as well. 464. That's that's what she threw. She threw 464 punches. 32 percent. That's not bad. Yeah. Landed 148. Even the power punch, she went. She she controlled the fight, bro. Dominated. Yeah, one sided. One sided fight. Tish was getting hit. She got hit here and there. Every time that Javi's gonna hit him, man. Yeah, but that, that was that was here and there though. She kept it honest. At times. At times. It won't every time. My bad. Not every time, but some of that time I was like, damn it, that's maybe had a little more endurance. It can stay on her. Yeah. Uh, no. I don't think a shot can take take a punch punch. I don't know about that, bro. All right, we're in the eighth, the ninth round here. What are you seeing from Estrada? Uh. Tsunami is tough, but she's not getting pivotal action in the fight. And I just think it's trying to just, just outboxing her. Yeah, she's significantly more skilled than Tsunami. See, and I, again, I had Strada winning. I predicted a knockout. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. It seems as if Estrada is kind of going for the knockout. You see her constantly switching from, from Southpaw to, or to, um, to Orthodox. It just seems like every time... Tsunami hit her, man. It it is no. She had not. I, I, yeah, okay. power. We saw we saw her record. She has a lot of knockouts under her her belt, but she's not hitting Estrada uh, with a lot of clean shots. Though, see that? Boy, that was she, every time she hit her, that left shot. Yeah. Every time right. she hit her. Yeah. Every time she hit her, man, she cannot take yeah. the power. That Japanese girl got some power. She take, I, I she can take a punch. That well, that's, that's the, the Japanese, they tough, bro. Yeah, they don't give up. Right. They don't give up. That's why I, I mean, you know, we're in, the, we're in, the, we're going to the end of the ninth round. We're heading into the tenth, and she can't. Shada cannot get this girl out of here. And to be honest with you, it looks like the fight is starting to shift towards Tsunami, though. See, that was a good job there. But you see Estrada trying to go for the... That, that one-hitter. Yeah, she's the one-hitter quitter, bro. Estrada face up fucked up. After all that smiling she was doing into the, the ring. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, look. I wonder... Let's see how they have, they have this fight score. How are they scoring this fight? Let's see. You see that? Don't do nothing stupid. Be smart. Because she got hit. That shit stopped her in her tracks. I, I see what you're saying. One, all it takes is one. Done. I was at the end. <laughs> Finish her. Finish her. Yeah, she can't, she can't mess around. But she is the be better boxer. But, you know, we're going into the 10th round here, right? The final round. She breathes this, is what the, this is what the fuck I'm talking about. Check this out. Yeah. Look. 
Lenore, we pick up a loan from Lenore. See, me and you, I would do this with you. All right? You got me on. Yeah, we still live. It's cool. Yeah. This, this is what I would do with you, bro. This right here. Tell me you want to take that? Let me look at this. Man. Yeah, look at that joint, bro. Spokane, Washington. $7,300 for this load. I'll move there. No, <laughs> that's what I'll I, drive that's worth it. It's, now, that's worth it, yeah. That's worth it. Why, why is um Tsunami dropping her hands down like that? Tired. She's tired? She's fatigued? Yeah. yeah. So, everybody, we watching box right now, you know what I'm saying? We got a different podcast, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Yo, what's going on with this basketball in the finals? We're going to talk about it. I mean, we're, we're, we're analyzing the boxing. We're going to analyze the basketball. So, we can get into it, man. Let's get into it. It's time to weigh in. Phoenix Suns is up two games, Yeah, man. they up 2 zero. Are Let you me. surprised or you're not surprised? I'm not surprised at all. I'm going to tell you why. Let me just pour this little sippy sip real quick and finish this bottle off. And I'm going I'm to tell you what I see from the Phoenix Suns. Now, why am I impressed with the Phoenix Suns? Let me turn this down a little bit. You know, my brother and I were having this conversation, too, uh, about the Suns. And I initially predicted um, that the winner of the Brooklyn Nets-Milwaukee series will, will you know, ultimately win the NBA championship. I felt like the Milwaukee Bucks were... A pretty complete team. I also felt like the best player, I always usually feel like the best player on the best team or one of the best teams usually wins, right? So we look at Milwaukee, even in this even in this Phoenix Sun series, as much as I love Booker and what he's doing and what Chris Paul is doing, I still feel like Giannis is the best player in this series, right? So typically I like to favor the team that, you know, has the best. Why are you texting? We, we have, we on a podcast, man. But I didn't know you could hear that. No, you can hear everything. You know, it went through. I hear it. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Very sorry. No, it's all right. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, everybody. Listen, listen. So, typically speaking, I usually like to favor the team in a series that has the best player. It was kind of hard for me to kind of decipher who would win in that Milwaukee-Brooklyn series because I felt like Kevin Durant was clearly the best player. Not, I, should, I take that back. Not clearly the best okay, player, okay. but he was the better player of Giannis. Like between Giannis and Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant had a slight advantage. But he was one, what, toenail away from sending the Bucks home. Literally. You were very upset. Yeah, bro, I'm from New York. So I'm, you I was, going, yeah, was upset. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. And that, was, and that was a fight. That was a fight night, too. Everything was going on that night, remember? Yeah, I remember. You, you were watching the fight. I was watching the game. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at his foot. But I'm thinking it's behind the line, but this dude's foot is so fucking long, bro. I'm like, yo, if your toenail was fucking shorter, we, you know, we'll be, we'll probably be in the finals at this point. I think the the, the Brooklyn Nets would have easily handled the um, the Hawks, but that's neither here nor there. I predicted that the Milwaukee Bucks, when the playoffs started, I felt like the Milwaukee Bucks could get to the finals, and I saw how they can get there. Once they were able to get past the Nets. I felt that they could win the championship. But in hindsight, 2021, I really evaluate, man, the Phoenix Suns have been the best team all play throughout these playoffs. They've been the best team. They've been the, bo- the most balanced team. And Chris Paul, bro, is not losing this series. Period, point blank. Like, he's not losing this series. There's no way. I'm gonna he tell says you. no way. Nah, man. Look, think about 
I'm gonna tell let's let's break it down in terms of how the Suns got to where they are right now. All right? They're up 2-0 against the Milwaukee a Milwaukee team with a two-time MVP and defensive player of the year, right? He's the best player in the series. Yeah, let's talk a, a little bit about basketball. I know I wanted to get into the Phoenix Suns. I want to give a lot of credit to what the Phoenix Suns have accomplished, bro, for real, along with Coach Monty Williams and, and the rest of those guys. Um, what they've done, think about this. You ready for this? Ready. On the entire roster of the Phoenix Suns, there's only one player on their entire roster that's been to the NBA Finals. That's uh, Crowder. Crowder. He's the only one, and that was last year, right, on Miami Heat, and they lost. There's no one else on that team that has an NBA championship experience that's won it, even Monty Williams, that's won a, won a championship. So they're all inexperienced. Now, Chris Paul has experience in the Western Conference Finals, first round, but he's never been to the, the finals. finals. So we're talking about a very young, inexperienced team, right? Yo, they up 2-0 against Milwaukee. Now, Milwaukee's also inexperienced because they don't have any single player on their roster that's been to the finals before. Wow. So you got two inexperienced teams. Now, again, Giannis has been playing in the NBA for a while. Chris Paul has obviously been in the year for 15 and he's been in the NBA for 15, 16 years, so he has the experience. But when you look at two teams, like these two got two, two teams that are matched up, bro, I say, okay, when I look at them head-to-head, when I look at the fact that the Suns have home court, and then I also look at how the Suns got here, right? So they played the Lakers, right? A lot of people say Chris Paul was fortunate enough to be able to be on a team like the Phoenix Suns to where they faced teams that all their best players was hurt. Anthony Davis was hurt. Le- LeBron James tweaked his ankle, was still coming back from injury, was somewhat compromised. The, uh, then they went on to play Denver. Denver didn't have Jamal Murray. They beat them, swept them. Then they went and played the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard had a, a, a strained knee. He didn't play. Now, you know, they're playing the Bucks with a compromised, somewhat compromised Giannis. I'm not going to say he's compromised anymore. He looked pretty good last night. That doesn't matter to me. Why? Why? They lost. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why I'm impressed with with the Suns, man. You ready for this? I'm ready, bro. I want to hear this. I'm gonna tell you why I'm impressed with the Phoenix Suns for a couple reasons. They played a compromised Laker team without Anthony Davis. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Even when Anthony Davis was playing, and they played, they played the Lakers early during the regular season. I still feel like the Phoenix Suns would probably would have won, in my opinion. I, f- I feel like why. I do. I, I, what? Yeah, I feel like the man, Phoenix Suns. Man, come on, man. Let me hear this shit, bro. I, I feel like the Phoenix Suns would have beat them in seven. Six or seven. I just feel that way. I'm going to tell you why. Because, like, the reason why the Phoenix Suns are hard to, to, to beat, a couple of reasons. First of all, nobody can guard Chris Paul on these high ball screens. Like, when you look at how they beat Denver, I'm going to use Denver as an example, right? Who's the MVP of the NBA? The Joker. Right? Well deserved. I think so. Even though I probably would have gave it. Uh, and B, he missed too many games to get it. So I, I, they gave it to the right player. But when you look at how they methodically beat, bro, like how they methodically beat Denver. And I know they didn't have Jamal Murray. But when I look at how they beat um, the Suns, I mean how the Suns beat um, Denver, Chris Paul comes down every time. And he exposes Jokic and he exposes Porter. How? Every single time Chris Paul has the ball, 
this is why I like DeAndre Eaton. I'm going to tell you why. DeAndre Eaton is a very good, he sets very good ball screens. Very good screens for Chris Paul. He sets good screens for um, Booker, Booker and everybody else. He sets these high ball screens, right? And you know why he's a threat? Because what ends up happening is when he sets these ball screens, right, on somebody like Jokic, right? Jo Jokic is guarding um, DeAndre Eaton, right? So when you look at when you look at that, you say, okay, um, DeAndre Eaton comes out high, so he's trying to bring Jokic out the paint, right? So he's trying to bring Jokic out the paint. Jokic is not going to follow DeAndre Eaton outside of the paint. What is Jokic going to do? Jokic is going to sit there inside the paint and wait for somebody to go to the paint. He's not a shot blocker, so he's going to just going to stand. He's going to literally just stand it. So really, to be honest with you, ends up happening is when DeAndre Eaton comes and he sets the screen, right? He can either roll to the basket, right? Screen and pop out for a 15-footer, which he can make. He's capable of making that, right? Or... Once he sets the screen for Chris Paul, the switch never happens. Why? Because Jokic doesn't come out to guard Chris Paul. Why? Because he, he, he can't guard Chris Paul. That, that's, that's tragic. This is what I'm saying. This is why Chris Paul is, a, is he has the highest basketball IQ I've seen in a very long time. He notices that every time. Like, okay, I'm coming down. With, I'm waiting for the screen to come. Every time he sets the screen... Whether they switch or not, but most of the time they, they switch, right? So whoever's guarding Aiton, which is Jokic, he doesn't come out. He doesn't hedge. He don't do shit. He just sits in the paint. So Chris Paul has a wide open jump shot, a wide open mid-range. What's he going to hit? Right. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is why they swept Denver. It wasn't a good matchup for him, right? He's going to hit the floater. He's going to hit the mid-range. He's going to hit off um, DeAndre Aiton for a little uh, either a pick and roll to the basket or pick and pop with a 15, 14-footer. Now... Okay, he attacks their, one of their another one of their weaker defensive players, Porter. Porter don't want no he don't want no parts of Chris Paul. Matter of fact, whoever so whoever's guarding Porter, whoever's on Porter, they say okay, he's going to screen, right? Whoever Porter's guarding, he's going to screen for Chris Paul, and, and and it happens every time. It's like it's like clockwork. Chris Paul is going to pick apart your defense every time, and he don't have to be fast. He don't have to like, he's going to pick apart your defense. He did it with Denver. He did it with the Clippers. Now you look at the Clippers. The Clippers, to be honest with you, presented a challenge because they neutralized Pat, Patrick Beverly and some of the other guys neutralized um, Booker to some degree. How do you defend Booker? First of all, this is one of the things that I feel like Drew Holiday, P.J. Tucker, and some of the other, uh, Connington, they have to do a better job of being physical with Booker. Patrick Beverly was like more than physical. He was fucking cheating. Like that nigga was playing dirty. Like just dirty basketball. But that's the only way you have a chance, honestly, to neutralize a lot of the offense that that's the, the, um, the Suns bring. Because as you saw with the other game, game two, Booker could literally go off for 30, 40 points at any time. Anytime. So what you want to try to do is neutralize him. Be physical. Go like what I like about Patrick Beverly, and I know I'm talking. You, 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 you know, you, you know, you biting your fingernails. What I like about Patrick right, Beverly. Don't tell about that. All right, chill out. <laughs> chill out, B. What I like about Patrick Beverly, even though he's a nuisance, he'll go over the screen. He'll go. He'll, you know what I'm saying? He'll go over the screen. He'll fight through the screen. He'll stay on Booker like why don't rights. Like that's what I like so much about how Patrick Beverly presented his defense 
to um, Booker. And then, of course, he was physical, and Booker broke his nose on that shit. But Chris Paul wasn't neutralized, and that's the problem. Chris Paul went off, and there's really nobody on the Clippers. So there's no way to neutralize Chris Paul. No. There's no way you can stop him. Not not when it comes to those 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 high ball screens, those pick and pops, those pick and rolls. There's really nothing you can do. That's why the Phoenix Suns are so good. Well, I got a good question. Because, you know, I'm real quiet right now. I don't like being quiet and shit. As much as you talk, man? Yeah, you know. Chris Paul won the NBA championship. What, 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 what will you put him at as all-time great point guard? But is, he, is he an all-time great point guard? No, he was, a, yeah, he was already an all-time great point guard. All right, with well, this championship, championship, is he over Isaiah Thomas? Assuming, all right, let, let's prove this question. I'm just asking. I know. I mean, that, that's... That's a fair question, but it's not an easy one to answer, right? So when you look at Chris Paul, like, I mean, if he wins the championship, I will put him up there. Why? Because of how he did it, right? He took a Phoenix Suns that never had any – yo, think about the magnitude of that shit. Yo, I feel like his, if he gets the championship on this squad, I think it's a more pivotal accomplishment than any of it's the most impre- It's most. I was about to say, it's the most impressive feat I've seen in a very long time, bro. You went from an OKC team, you brought them to the playoffs, and you know you got close to beating Houston even. You know, everywhere you went, you went to Houston, got within a game or two of beating Golden State if he didn't pull his hamstring, right, in game five, I believe, or six. So when you look at what Chris Paul has done, it's very impressive. You take a Phoenix Sun team, never had, yo, none of these dudes have even been to the playoffs before. I'm not even talking about finals. I'm talking about they never been to the playoffs, right? You take a team like that and get them – Two NBA Finals and win, bro. That might be the most one of the most impressive things I've seen in, in a long time. So when you put them, when you stack them against the 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 um, who he's my personal favorite. I I love um John Stockton, but he would surpass John Stockton, right? He wouldn't be. Here's my five, in terms of top five. I think he'll probably be the fifth. Magic, you got Magic Johnson, you know, you got Isaiah Thomas, um, Jason Kidd. Who, who I love. Yeah, I think Chris Paul will be right there, man. Honestly. Why not? If he wins the championship, I, I think he'll be solidified as a top. You can't... I, you know, I love John Stockton, but you can't put a John Stockton over Chris Paul if Chris Paul wins a ring and John Stockton has it. I don't care the level of competition John Stockton played against Joe. I don't care about none of that. What Chris Paul is doing right now is one of the most impressive things I've seen in, in sports, bro. I'm not talking about just basketball. I'm talking about in sports. So, yeah, he's gonna be up there. He'll he'll be he'll be in my top. He'll probably be in my top five. Absolutely, if that answers your question. You know who my favorite point guard is, my nigga. Isaiah Thomas. All right, my favorite player. Yeah, I, no, I I, I love Isaiah Thomas. You know, I, I you know I, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not um a fan of the Pistons. They're trash. But oh, and speaking of which, the NBA draft is coming up July. I believe July 29th, we're going to have a special NBA draft show. We're going to talk about your terrible... Yo, you know your Pistons got no more pick, right? Yes, we should. No, I know what I'm saying. I'm asking you because you don't pay attention, bro. You, you, I don't know, you fall asleep but, and shit. But we, yeah, I know. I got about me. So, I mean, what? No, nah, the, Pist- the Pistons, um, they have the no more pick. Who who, who they would fit, though? Out of college? Um, no, they're expected to um draft Kate Cunningham. Told you that already. Remember earlier this year when we had... um. But I think it was back in March or April we talked about, you know, potentials um, picks for for the Pistons. I think I think they're probably gonna go with Kate Hatton, but Kate Cunningham. But what what it's looking like is there are a lot of teams like the Cavs, maybe even Houston Rockets. They're looking to move up in the draft to to pick 
to, to go number one. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, what else? In terms of my final prediction, I don't know, bro. I think I have the Suns winning in probably five or six, depending on if the Bucks are able to if the Bucks are able to win in Milwaukee, they should be able to um, go to at least six or seven. So we'll see. Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, we wanted to thank you once again for listening to the Time to Weigh In podcast. Once again, this is your co-host, DT. Uh, we really do appreciate you guys and the audience out here for listening to all of our episodes. Uh, I want you to stay tuned for the next up-and-coming episode that we have for you, where I'm going to give you a X's and O's breakdown on how I see the Milwaukee Bucks not only coming back to you know against the Suns in the series, but I I see a way where they actually can win this series. I, I think there is a strategy the Greek freak and Milton, the rest of those guys can implement a strategy to win this series. So stay tuned for that. We really again want to uh show some love to our audience. Thank you once again for listening to the Time to Weigh In podcast. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms that is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's at time to weigh in. Time, the number two, weigh in. Until then, we out.